Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? This week, I'm going to share with you some of my spirit stories, my experiences with the spirit world, Uh, because I keep asking people when we're interviewing them about things that have blown their minds, and then remembering that I haven't told you guys some of these stories. So some you might have heard before, some will be new to you. This might end up being a two-parter, because if there's one thing I'm not, it's concise, and we know that. Um, But I hope that you will enjoy this. Now, um, before I delve into me blathering, I wanted to just say thank you to those of you who have submitted your own spirit stories to the podcast. I have been, as you can imagine, inundated and it's going to take me some time to go through and listen to them all. If you would like to be involved we would still love to have your input. So what I am looking for is not necessarily people who are mediums who want to do the interview because I've got loads of interviews lined up, loads and loads and loads. What I am looking for is 
people who perhaps aren't practicing mediums, who are interested in spirituality, who have a story about how they got involved in this or how spirit have presented to them something that happened. Because one of the things that I have always found really interesting is when I came out of the spiritual closet and started just owning the fact that I was a medium, I expected people to be very, well, you're fraudulent, you make a living out of ripping people off. And I do get that. Sadly, I do get that. You can't be without that. But more people, and I mean far more people, have some sort of story, some sort of time where they heard a voice and it saved their life when their loved one was dying and they saw their spirit leave when um, they were visited by an apparition and it told them something and it happened. People have these stories and they're just going around with them, inside of them, not sharing them. So you have several options here. You can either record your story and send it to me as a voice note or record it upload it to YouTube as an unlisted video and send me the link to it and I will download it. Whatever works for you and you can submit it as a story in its entirety for me to just play as you tell it on the podcast or you can send it to me and then I will arrange a Zoom interview with you and I say interview but I mean chat where you can tell me the story and I will ask questions and we can record that and use that. And um, a couple of you have sent me emails with your story typed out and that is absolutely fine too. If you don't want to speak on the podcast, I'll speak for you, but we would still love your stories. So please don't let nerves dissuade you from sharing some of the miraculous things that have happened, because I think we all need a little bit of a miracle and to hear other people's miracles every now and again, don't we? So on to me, my favourite subject. (laughs) Where do I begin? I think I'm going to begin with when I first started in mediumship. So many of you know my origin story because I'm really, really bloody proud of it. I'm really proud of the fact that I wasn't aware that I had mediumistic ability, that I fell accidentally into mediumship, don't know how, and, um, you know, got carried along on this wave of wonder and magic. And when I first joined the first circle that I sat in, after my friend had done a spirit communication for me unexpectedly, um, without me seeking it, I mean, there was always a plan there, wasn't there? And I went to, she said, come to my circle. So I went along to her circle and I don't know what I was expecting, but a group of middle-aged people sitting in somebody's living room that smelt faintly of dog was not it. I have to be honest and say, I thought it was going to be more spiritually than that, but it was absolutely perfect. And um, there were some really sweet, very lovely, earnest people. And it was an advanced circle. So there wasn't an awful lot of explanation of what was going on and what was happening. And uh, we, sat in circles on dining chairs that weren't very comfortable in the dark 
and we had to meditate. And I'll be honest with you and say, I'm not sure if I felt anything. Um, I can remember just sitting there the whole time going, am I feeling anything? Am I not? And this really sweet man that was there, I don't even remember his name now, he said to me, oh, my spirit guide is a chief of an Indian tribe. And he came up behind you and he put his hands on your shoulders and he pushed you into the circle. So you're definitely supposed to be here. But as a first experience for someone that had no idea what any of this shiz was, I'll be honest and say I was creeped out. My shoulders, I was like, who? There's someone behind me? Who? Can you see them? What is happening? And probably didn't receive that beautiful message in the way that it was intended. But isn't that the irony? And one day I was in that group. I'd been going for a few weeks. And what would happen is I'd sit there really quietly and just, I was quiet, believe it or not for a time. And uh, all this, these people would be having these crazy ass experiences. And I'd still be like, is anything happening? Is this thing on? I'm not really sure. What's me? What's spirit? And I didn't really feel because it was an advanced group that I could ask those questions because I didn't want to get in everybody's way. And so I, um, yeah, I, went to this group and we would sit in the dark and be in this circle. And then one day, um, when we were sort of meditating, trying to communicate with spirit, the teacher, her voice changed. And I was there with my eyes shut and I could hear her voice. Her inflection had changed. Uh, the, the tone had changed. The way she was speaking had changed. But I didn't know what trance mediumship was then. So I just thought, well, that's that's weird. Is she putting on a voice? That's a bit strange in that kind of analytical way that my brain, sadly, always works. And being the kind of classy girl that I am, I swallowed and choked on my own dribble. And then, of course, you're trying not to cough because you don't want to disturb everybody else's meditation but your eyes are streaming and you have to move. And so I leant forward, opened my eyes and just leant forward in the dark to grab, grab my glass of water and have a bit of a drink. And I had my drink and I was looking around and the coughing stopped. And I looked over at the teacher and the teacher was a white middle-aged woman. She, you know, and she had changed into a tiny elderly black lady and all tiny shriveled up covered in wrinkles scrawny beautiful elderly black lady and just like in a cartoon I closed my eyes rubbed them and opened them again and that lady was still there. That spirit apparition was still there. And I sat there with my mouth hanging open and watched that spirit talk to us through the teacher in trance. And then I saw the spirit fade back and the teacher return. And I still said nothing. <laughs> I 
<laughs> waited till I got in the car with my friend and then just went, what the actual fuck did I just see? Because that's how spiritual I am. <laughs> but honestly, I, I still can't believe that that really happened. And that is the only time well, no, it's not actually because I've got another story about that that I might share with you. But that is one of the only times that I have seen, physically seen spirit, physically seen um, transfiguration take place on mass, on whole. When we do transfiguration on my retreats and things like that, little bits and people change. Their features change, but it's very gentle. But that was the first time I ever saw full, full, full body, everything. The physical person was bigger than the spirit, but the spirit, you couldn't see the physical person at all. You could only see the spirit. And it was mind blowing to me, just completely mind blowing. So that was kind of cool, kind of, um, very cool. And that was amazing. And then on our uh, explorations in this group. Now, this teacher was an amazing teacher for me. She, I'm so grateful to everything she taught me. And I'm just not naming her because I'm not sure how in the public arena she would like to be. Um, but she was an incredible teacher to me. But she believed in dark forces. So she believed that there were things out there that could get us, um, things, demons, entities, things like that. And because I learnt under her, through her guidance, in that way that I think we all do, which is perfectly natural, I believed in that too because she was my teacher. So for a, for a time, everything that she said became law and that's kind of how it has to be. I think we receive things from people. And then I think from a big part, mediumship development is a lot about undoing. It's the great undoing. It's taking that idea of what you thought and unwinding it and changing it and helping you to see things from a different perspective. I always think that's the way um, for us, certainly. Hopefully, with enough of us spiritually awakening now, for the, the next generations of children, they won't have been squashed and they won't have had their, no, of course, don't be silly, you're not seeing that and the silencing coming in. And they will have different challenges to face within that. So that's beside the point. Anyway, so where we lived was a little village and um, my friend lived opposite uh, an empty pub and that empty pub was going to be turned into a drug rehab centre. No problem with that at all, except for the people that were running the business of opening these rehab centres were in a business, a real business mindset. So they've got several in the area. They're not really looking after people. They're spending loads of money on the building and the upgrade with grants from the government, but they're not actually really helping people. And my friend just couldn't let it go. It was so interesting. She could not let this development go. And um, she kept waking up at night with a spirit really giving a big presence in her room, a 
big feeling in her bedroom and she would say I don't know who you are I don't know what you want I can just feel you here you're making it hard for me to breathe um, you're going to have to find a way to tell me who you are if you want me to work with you because I can't keep doing this because it had been going on for weeks at this point anyway one day a few days later the local vicar comes to her house and hands her a loads of documents about a guy that used to live in the village and it's only the bloody spirit that's been visiting her. So somehow the spirit world got the vicar to deliver the information about this guy and then it turns out that he owned the land that they were going to be building part of this centre on and he had bequeathed it to the people of the village and he was incensed that it was going to be taken and used by millionaires for a business that isn't actually helping people and with him and the power of him and uh, her hard bloody work they got it overturned she riled up all the villagers and everybody fought it but it was absolutely fascinating and I went to her house and bearing in mind this is very early in my development so these are things I'm telling you right now that happen within the first three months of me attending circle this is not a long into development stage this is how it began for me this is my origin story so um she's there and she's telling me the story about the vicar turning up with all this documentation for her and all of the lights in her house are turning on and off at different times and I was simultaneously amazed and absolutely bricking it and uh, yeah that was just an absolutely fascinating way that spirit were working through her because she's so available to them I hope these stories are interesting I think they are I love them um so that happened that was pretty cool and then my teacher who believed that bad things could happen also got caught up in this development and the energy of the development and they believed in um and I did too um at that time hexes and that people could cast spells on areas that would would cause problems and in the road uh, along this village where we believed there had been a hex curse cast a hex cast a curse cursed um, by witches in Eastry who were you know not witches like you see in a film but hexing it because of damage done to them by men and other women and villagers we um along this road there was the every single house along this road the men in the houses had died had got crippling illnesses disabilities that came out of nowhere and were leaving their wives, leaving the areas. And it was a whole line of like 20 houses where something had happened on that line. And somehow, and you know, it's weird with memory, isn't it? Because I don't really remember how it bloody happened. But I ended up in a wigwam, dug into the ground, so beneath ground level, 
in somebody's garden. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. But it was like a big garden, a lot of land. With a bunch of strangers, my teacher and my friend, and they were burning so much sage it was like a hot box from my teenage years. I could barely breathe. My eyes were streaming. We were in pitch blackness and we were going in as the light. I mean, it makes me feel embarrassed now when I know what I know and how spirit work. But at the time, we were very earnestly going in as the light workers, the warriors of light to break the hex and fight it and um, undo the damage. And uh, I will tell you this, I don't believe in hexes. I don't believe anyone can cause any damage to you that you don't allow. I absolutely do not believe that at all. I mean, let's look at it in honesty. Look at the God Squad who hate me. Now, it's funny, isn't it? Because I would call myself God Squad, but the, the religious God Squad who hate me, if you could wish ill will upon somebody and it work, then I would have been hit by a car by now, wouldn't I, to stop me sharing the word of spirit the way that I do. So nobody can do anything to you that you do not allow. Absolutely not. If someone says to you, I've hexed you and you go, oh, good luck with that. It won't have any impact. If they say, I've hexed you and you go, oh my God, what have you done to me? Oh, I do feel funny. Oh no, what have you done? Oh no, this has happened because of the hex. You perpetuate under law of attraction that energy. But at the time, that's what I believed. Now, regardless of whether that's right or wrong or what you believe or where you're at with it, I will tell you this. We were all holding hands in a circle in that wigwam. And then we let go. And then we were told to take each other's hands again. And the physical space had changed and we could no longer reach each other. And there were spirit guides sat between us all. There were extra people in there. And that happened. And yeah, I might have been tripping out on the huge amount of sage I was inhaling and it was just sage. But honestly, honestly to God, we held hands and it was a comfortable handhold. And then... Um, we let go, we asked spirit guides to step in and then you could feel extra people sitting between us. There was suddenly more people in the space. You know when you can feel people there even if you can't see them with your eyes. And then we went to reach out hands again and we couldn't, we were stretching and just able to touch fingertips with each other. And that actually happened. 
yeah, that was pretty cool. This is fun. <laughs> so that those are like the big things that happened. And what's really ironic to me is that my friend then decided for whatever reason she couldn't go to circle anymore and I wasn't brave enough to continue going without her I needed her to be my crutch she was such a good friend to me I don't know how she was so patient so I then quit um, and just got on with life for uh, a year or so and what's really interesting about that is those really amazing, profound experiences, seeing that little black lady, uh, being in that yurt and the space changing, the physical space changing like that, I forgot about. I just put it in a box and completely forgot about it. And when I went back, when that same teacher started doing a beginner's group um, and I went back I was in it for six months and I still couldn't remember that that stuff had happened because I just don't think I was ready for it. And then all of a sudden, one day, I just remember looking at her and all of a sudden the box was open again and I could remember everything. And I was like, oh my God, and this happened and this happened. And she was just laughing, but I was just, couldn't cope with it. I didn't understand enough about it. And so it was such a baptism of fire into spirit and my introduction to spirit and the power of spirit. Another funny thing that happened to me once, which was quite early in my development, was I used to have a cooking business and I had a friend, Lorraine, who used to come and help me peel veg and um, get stuff done. And we used to have a playlist and we would just sing the whole time we were peeling veg because, you know, peeling 100 kilos of potatoes by hand it's quite a boring job so we would sing along while we were doing it and make it more interesting and one day uh, we were peeling away and all of a sudden in that way that you're just aware with spirit so I didn't physically see this one but Bohemian Rhapsody came on the playlist and we were singing and this man in a suit like an opera singer came through my back door. Yeah, a guy in his 50s, big tummy, um, and he sang with this amazing voice that I could hear in my head. And he sang the whole of Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was so shocked, I couldn't react. So I just sang along with him and my friend was completely unaware. So she was singing Um, And then he went, thank you for that, ladies, and walked back out the back door. And I've never seen him since. And I turned to my friend and went, did you did you feel that? Did you see that? And she said, no, what were you talking about? And I told her and she went, oh, my God, you're kidding me. And I said, honestly, I feel like that happened. And then as soon as those sort of things happened, of course, your brain just goes, you made that up, you absolute lunatic. And um, so... We, I went to Circle the following week and it was so funny because I went in and I said, hey guys, I just need to ask if something happened. And they went, it did. And I said, yeah, but can I just tell you the story? And they went, it did happen. And I went, yeah, but can I just tell you the story because it will make me feel better. And they said, go on then. And so I told them and they went, yeah, that really was spirit. And it was just so funny. Everyone was laughing at me, questioning it. 
Um, but that was that was kind of magical too. One of the funniest stories I think is still quite early on in my development when my sister had come round. My husband was away, and the kids were up in bed, and. I've got a big old house and there's lots of noises in it and there's been lots of spirit activity in it because it is the kind of house that people come back to visit. So people who lived in this house who are still alive come and ring the doorbell and ask to have a look around it. So you can only imagine what it's like with all of the people that have lived in this house. This house was the Baptist preacher's house and we found some books online that he wrote that we intend to buy actually um, so that we've got some of his work here but he pops in, his wife pops in, uh, there's all sorts of things like, like that and when I believed in spirits getting trapped uh, there was a young boy that was upstairs in, in our bedroom which is above the living room and you could hear his footsteps you could hear him walking and you could hear that that's wasn't our imagination you could hear someone walking back and forth across there and uh, I had my friend over to help me I was like I think I've got a spirit that needs clearing can you come and help me and have a look and she came over and earlier that week with my cooking business I had been baking cakes and I had done two exactly the same cakes but one of the cakes had a really liquidy mix when it was made. And I cooked it and it turned out perfect, turned out the same as the one that wasn't liquidy. But I just had that thought by myself, oh, that's a weird cake. Um, that's a weird mix. Put it in. It worked fine. Didn't think about it again, if I'm honest. And my friend just said to me, oh, there's a wife here, the wife of the man of the house. He's a religious man. And I said, yeah, yeah, uh, that's the Baptist preacher. That'll be his wife. And she went, she loves your house. She loves you being here. She loves the children. She loves seeing you all in her home. And I said, well, that's good, isn't it? Because uh, it'd be a problem if she didn't. And she said, oh, she's telling me about your cakes. You had two cakes this week, but one was different. She said, you overbeat the mix. I could have fallen off my chair. How's that for evidence? Uh, not something I'd ever mentioned to anybody but just mind-blowingly accurate and hilarious. So I get cooking advice from the spirits in this house. And anyway, going back to my sister, sorry. <laughs> um, my sister was here, my husband was away, and uh, we were always a little, a little creeped out, and we love to watch horror movies, so we wind each other up anyway. And uh, her little dog, her little chihuahua, was barking, into the air and uh, I said oh I don't like it he's looking at something over there and she said yeah I can see that and he's going and uh, I turned and I said whoever you are um, please go away because you're scaring us and then the dog instantly stopped barking and then my sister said that's worse it's worse now he stopped and you've said that and we sat there for ages really creeped out and when I went to circle the following week, the teacher said, uh, why did you tell your granny to go away this week? And I went, oh, granny. And do you know what's really interesting? In all of the students that have read for me, in all of the time, my granny has never come through. My nana has, but she was still alive at that moment. So I knew which granny it was. Um, but she has never come through since. 
And I don't honestly believe that that is because she is punishing me for telling her to go away. Um, I think it's just that she's got an energy that perhaps people aren't as open to in their mediumship. But it is fascinating, isn't it? That was my chance to be with her. So, yeah, that happened. Um, oh, and the young lad in my room. You see how my brain works now, guys. I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. Um, I'm omnipresent mentally. So there was this lad. We could hear him walking back and forth. And that room had a really weird vibe. It had like a kind of miserable energy going on in it. And... Uh, I called in the angels. My friend said, I'm not allowed to help you clear this. This is one you need to clear for your development yourself. So I went up there and lit a candle and lit some incense and called in the angels. And now it's funny because what I felt in that moment was the most incredible, beautiful, mind-blowing love from spirit and at the time I thought it was for him being reunited with his family on the other side but of course I now know that that was an illusion put in by my restrictions and my beliefs and of course everybody is instantly fine and instantly transfers to the other side so I guess I've never really talked about this or thought about it since that love was for me but it was I had tears running down my face. It was like just for a moment, just for a second, touching the infinite love of spirit. It was beautiful. I don't think I have the vocabulary for it. So... That was a real amazing experience, even if I misinterpreted it. And I know that Spirit forgive me for that because they knew they knew that eventually they'd be able to get the message through to me that I'd got that so wrong. Hmm. I yeah, I knew it. I've got too many blooming stories. Uh, so this is going to be and, and there's is going to be another part. But I just want to tell you a really lovely story about my friend and I being on the shamanic course uh, with the wonderful Lynn Gosney who I interviewed recently and uh, we were sitting in the garden it was a beautiful sunny day and I was annoying my friend by drinking my Pepsi Max which she always winces at because it's so bad for you and uh, she said it's my mum's birthday today and her mum is in spirit and I said, oh, happy birthday, Nina's mum. Uh, I hope you're having a wonderful day. And we just sat there with the sun and smiled. And then I just really cheekily, I don't even know why I did it, said, if you could give us a sign that you're around, that would be really wonderful. And within 10 seconds, honestly, I can't even tell you how quickly it was, a family of ducklings came out from under the hedge and sat on our laps. I have, it was just crazy. And there was no mummy duck. And uh, Nina started crying because her mum, her favourite mum's favourite animal was, you've guessed it, ducks. 
and we had those little ducklings and then um as you will have known if you've listened to the interview of Lynn Gosney she's she's a tough cookie um we were worried because she's got loads of birds of prey where she is first of all lots of people were touching the ducklings luckily I didn't um more from fear of hurting them and not really knowing what the hell to do with ducklings having never come into contact with any I mean they crawled across my lap but I didn't touch them but some people were picking them up and stroking them and Lynn came down the garden like like she does and she just went why are you touching them their mother will not accept them now you have ruined those ducks lives and everyone was like oh whoops and then overhead are these birds of prey circling and we go into the lodge to do the afternoon's teaching, but the ducklings are still in the garden, walking around the garden, going, and none of us can concentrate. And Lynn is saying to us, if they get eaten, they get eaten. That is the natural order of things. We should not interfere with the cycle. And all of us are like, oh my God, no, no can't eat the ducklings can't no 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 being really human about it which is ridiculous I know but that was where we were at and eventually because nobody in the group was paying attention we were all twitching too much and too worried uh, Lynn agrees that we can put the ducklings into a box and Nina has a pond in her back garden so Nina took those ducklings home and reared them and waited till they were adults and set them free on a local pond. But I just thought that was, it was so mind-blowingly, instantaneously. And there's that feeling, isn't it? When you guys have had experiences like this, you'll know what I mean. You could feel the spirit world at work. There was something extra in that mix. It was incredible. So there we go. There's there's part one of my spirit stories. And I'm already thinking of more and more ones that I want to add. So uh, I'll keep going until you tell me to stop. Hope you've enjoyed it. And I will catch up with you again soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. 
these things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.